Welcome to the TV and Tea Podcast. I'm Adriana. And I'm Selena. And we are two sisters that have decided to let the internet into the conversations that we have about TV and pop culture over endless cups of tea. In our house, the reoccurring questions are, is it tea time? To which the answer is always yes. yes. And what are we watching? So pour yourself a cup and get ready to get into it. Hey guys! Hey y'all! So welcome back! Hope you're all doing well. How are you doing? Sound off in the comments. <laughs> For sure. Tell us how you are. How are you? I'm doing well. Yeah? I'm channeling Dolly today. You know, little okay. denim, little rhinestone earring moment. Love it. Yeah. Hair all curled. Yeah. Very I'm, cute. I'm feeling it today. I love I'm that for you. Living well. What about you? I am feeling better. Okay, good. This year, this week was just like not it for me. Oh, no. I was like not, I was just not feeling it at all. Mm-hmm. I... Maybe it's because I was like on my period and I was PMSing and since like last Saturday I was just in like a funk in a mood. I'm on my period too. I was just like not about life. Like I was just not happy. But at least you're not pregnant. This is true. Silver (laughs) lining. Yeah. Um, and so like all week I was just like not feeling it until like today I'm just like in a better mood and you know, yeah. Okay. Things are looking up. They're looking up. And so my quote this week, just to start us off, it comes from Sex and the City. Okay, we love it. A little Carrie Badshaw moment. Mm -hmm. And she says, you should know I get a tad bitchy from time to time. And that's just how I felt this week. Like, I was just not it. Like, at one point, Mommy was like, you're in a mood. And I was like, (laughs) I was like, yes, I am in a mood. And she's like, "Mm, you've been... Mm-hmm. <laughs> she just kind of like left it at that and walked away and I was just like all right Elaine I'm just gonna leave it at that because she was right I was in a mood I was just like funky like I was just yeah. you know I mean it's okay to be in a mood sometimes <laughs> though sometimes you just gotta be in a mood yeah it's almost like I needed a good cry but I couldn't conjure the <laughs> the emotion to do it but you been crying <laughs> like every single week so I don't know what you're talking about you needed a good cry but, like, I don't know. You know when you're, like, upset and you, like, can't get out of it so you need a good cry to get over okay, it? Okay, yeah. It was, like, I needed that, but, like, that moment never came, so I was just, like, mad. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here, like, if y'all are faithful listeners, then you know Adriana be choking up. So it's, like... <laughs> I know. I, like, all, I'm always on the verge of tears, but it's, like, sometimes I'm just, like, not... I don't know. Just Pisces things. Yeah, you know, it's always like a misty eye, but it's never like a full on cry moment. You need to watch like a good cry movie like the. See, like, I don't like that. Like in my mood right now, that's going to bring me like even lower. And it would just I would take forever to get out of it. You just need to watch Titanic and see Leonardo DiCaprio die like one more time and then get it out and you'll be over it. No, I'm not feeling that. That's like not the vibe. A walk to remember. (laughs) (laughs) They put it back on Netflix. (laughs) Uh, I don't know what I need. I I I don't know. I watched. Whatever. We'll get into what I watched in a little bit. Mm -hmm. What's your What's your quote for the week? Catch us up. How you feeling, sis? So my quote comes from The Simple Life, and it (laughs) reads: Do they sell Marc Jacobs or Chanel in this grocery store? And that is just how I feel because this week I have ventured out, but there's not much to do except for go to the grocery store and it's like true. Home Goods and Target. And this I'm just is true. like, you've hit up all of them. I've hit up every single store that's open, and I'm just browsing like, can we get some luxury in here? Like, what can I buy? You know, you know. Sometimes I've I recently saw like two different people on, um on youtube find mm-hmm. hermes plates and cups and saucers in home, in goods? home goods and now i'm like that's my goal in life right now to to get hermes china like i, I need it i want it like it's just such a fucking vibe so my new obsession has been watching home goods shop with me videos on youtube <laughs> <laughs> and 
the idea of finding Hermes at Home Goods. I've been to Home Goods at least twice this week, and I never find anything good. But these Home Goods Shop with Me videos are like, oh yeah, I found this Kate Spade mug, and then I also found this nice fine china. And look, here's a designer bag, and I'm just like, yeah, where that at? Miami Home Goods. You gotta hit up like. The one in Aventura has stuff like that, mm. and like the one in like the Gables, you know, you it's, it's got to be strategic. The one in Kendall is not gonna have that. Okay, so I'm gonna branch out some more this week. <laughs> yes, but like that's my new thing. Like I'm just I'm obsessed with Hermes China right now. Like that's all I look at. Like I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm here for it. I love it. Yes. So let's like. Before we dive into what we're talking about today, what have you? What else have you been watching this week? <laughs> I've been watching weird stuff. Like I've just been watching weird YouTube videos. Okay. Um, about people building sheds. Like that oh my God. one. She wants okay. a she <laughs> Cheryl. She said, "I would. I. I too want a shed like Cheryl." Mm-hmm. And so I'm with you on yeah. this this mission to build a shed. I'm. I'm here for it. I just want to do home improvement. I found this one video of this woman that built a shed in her backyard and she made it like her office studio space. And since then, it's just been recommending me building things. So like people building their own house, people building sheds, people building additions to their houses. And I'm just yeah. like, I want to build something. How hard can oh it my be? God. I saw the most beautiful addition to a house this uh, today on it on Twitter, it was like the they took the backyard and they made this like outdoor indoor kitchen addition. Oh my god, like the you see the it was like all window pane like like glass floor to ceiling mirrors. I mean windows that pulled back so the entire kitchen was technically outside inside. Yes. It was fabulous yeah like those i don't know what they're called i think they're called accordion doors that they have yes. in every yes. house on um selling sunset it was like that and yeah. it was like it was sick oh yeah. my gosh we need to update our outdoor living space but our mother elaine is just not with it <laughs> yeah she's really not but i'm trying i've planted it i've been putting a couple bugs in her ear so mm-hmm. mom if you're listening we know Mommy. you watch we need to get the get the things that I've been telling you about, you know, for the for the backyard, for the pool. I actually went to IKEA today in City Furniture and I was taking really? hella, Yeah, and I was taking hella pictures of the outdoor furniture and oh, I found wow. like we'll we'll talk, but yeah, I found <laughs> this great little set that we need. Hmm. Okay. I want us to do like black and white striped um yeah. Like a, a accessories I literally and like have, cushions yeah oh my god just like so chic thing. very like Beverly Hills Hotel like I, that's literally the vibe the fucking vibe we're on the same page <laughs> Elaine get on board irregardless <laughs> what have you been watching because I know you've been watching things without me hint hint um bad uh, okay well today <laughs> and I think this is what like switched my mood around but I watched the David Foster documentary on Mm. netflix off the record 10 out of 10 recommend like okay david foster (laughs) used to be married to yolanda adams and he is like a musical genius i hate to even like describe him like that because he hates to be described like that but he is a 16 time grammy winner like amazing producer writer like musical director, mm-hmm. he's worked with everybody: Whitney Houston, Celine Dion, um, Chicago, uh, everybody. Like everybody, he discovered Michael Bublé. He discovered oh, Josh Groban. Like okay. he he worked with Andrea Bocelli. Like he, I mean, he is like amazing. Mm-hmm. And like I've always known about his music because I was like a huge Andrea Bocelli fan in like high school. I went through like a phase where I was like into opera and um so that's when i like first heard about him so i've always like known who he was and like when he joined the real housewives of beverly hills as you know like Gigi and bella's stepdad yeah it was like oh it's this is like a a new relevant moment for him but now with this documentary it goes through his entire career and i just like was so obsessed with it like i it's like he's written some of my favorite songs of all time and like 
oh my god just like such a genius i like love documentaries like that and i just like mm, okay. it just made me it just put me in such a good mood and then when i was getting dressed i was listening to like all his greatest hits on spotify and i was just like oh like love it here for it feeling here for inspired it. yes exactly okay, great. okay I so like that. i watched that and oh i've been watching this show called marcella I love Marcella. Okay, so we're we're yeah. gonna. I think we're gonna do an episode on this. Tell us, tell us if you've watched, if you want to hear about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really enjoyed it. I watched all three seasons of it on Netflix, and I just like to die. It's like British crop dra- drama, and she's just fucking crazy. She's insane. Yeah, I just finished <laughs> season one. Yes, and it's Very so good. Crazy, crazy, crazy. But it's like such a good like crime drama show and mm-hmm. it's got like that dry british humor a little bit sprinkled in but really good it's um, a little dark very dark yeah. you know very reminiscent of like luther if mm-hmm. you've ever watched luther those are the kind of vibes it gives yeah. so good um so yeah that's kind of like what i've been watching this week oh and did you watch old guard i know i oh i did tweeted about it yeah. oh my god I've been telling mommy to watch it all week because it is like That's our kind of movie. movie yeah. It's our kind of movie. Like, I watched it. I thought it was amazing. As so well. good. Mm-hmm. Like Charlize, like, okay, sis, I see you. She did what she had to do. You really went and did some like training. Like when yeah. she was crawling over the windows and the walls, I was like, yes, sis, I'm here for it. Yeah, I, I was really like the concept of it. Mm-hmm. It was really interesting. It was. I need like two more movies of it. Same. Yeah. Like, I need Netflix not to drop the ball. And, like actually do a follow-up mm-hmm. for sure that was really good and 10 out of 10 recommend 10 out of 10 and follow up with 365 dni because i miss um what's his name <laughs> mm. what's that italian name? massimo massimo oh my god i really hope they make another movie of massimo really yeah it was so good i mean i just want to see him like do something else like that movie was like really not it so but nobody's filming right now it's sad I've heard, like, a couple of things have gone back into production. Oh, really? Like, yeah. Like, what? Do you remember? Um, I don't remember exactly what I saw, but I, mm. I did see that a couple of things are going back. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. Hopefully. Yeah. Okay, so what are we going to get into first? Okay, let's get into something new. Okay. P-Valley. P-Valley, yes. Okay, so P-Valley is a new show on Stars. Mm-hmm. They've got two episodes out so far. And it is following a girl. Okay, one question I have about this show. Is this supposed to be, like, right after Katrina or modern day? It seems like it's supposed to be right after Katrina. Okay, it's set in New Orleans. And you see this girl. She's, like, in the water. You see the destruction of Hurricane Katrina. And she is kind of, like picking stuff up out of the water and she ends up in like this small town and she's like trying to do something for herself she's got just a couple dollars in her pocket and she ends up at a strip club on an open night like an amateur like an amateur night and you know she wins the night and she ends up getting a job at the strip club and it this story is gonna unfold over the season of you know her working at this place and all the characters that they have in the show you know Mm -hmm. they are highlighting one of the other strippers that is like basically the money maker of it of the of the club and and she's about to retire she's about to retire and this new girl come in and try to take all the spotlight right yeah and they're also focused on the owner of the strip club he's in some really he's in a really bad financial place he's Mm -hmm. he's losing the club and so you know he's got his own things going on um and then you've got this character that's taking pictures of the club that Mm -hmm. is um researching the area because he is you know on the team that's bringing to the town a new casino so he's looking for places for you know the developers to buy up or to you know take in take from the bank basically to buy back from the bank if they go into foreclosure and so he's also like a character that's coming into the club and coming into um the main character's life what is her name oh i don't know her name i know she calls herself august in the club but i don't know her actual name um i think it's Haley. 
Oh, you're right. It is it's Haley. Haley. That sounds yeah. familiar. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like we watched the first episode and I liked it. Like I thought it was it was cute. I really liked it. It's like dirty burlesque. Does that make sense? Yes. Like a little bit raunchier. It's very gritty and grimy. Um, but but I, I feel like the characters are all very like layered, mm, and layered. you know they've you you're seeing one thing on the surface, and there's so much other stuff going on below the surface that we mm-hmm. haven't quite seen. Like, you know, with the main character Haley, you know, she keeps looking at her cell phone, and you see a picture of a child, but she doesn't have a child um, with her at the time. So, and she keeps having these like flashbacks to her fighting with a man. So obviously, there's like something going on mm-hmm. with her life that has brought her to this point that has taken her away from her child. Um, so to see all of those kinds of things, how they're going to play out um, throughout the season will be interesting to see. But I like mm-hmm. it so far. Yeah, I really like it so far. I think it's super interesting when shows tackle um, small town dynamics, mm. right? Yeah. Like the dynamic between, I think it's Mercedes, the rival stripper, the one that makes yes. money, Mercedes and her mom it is like a Bible Belt conservative town, yes. and her mom is a huge part of the church, and Mercedes is this infamous stripper in, in the this, town. In the town, yeah. So then we see Mercedes and her mom in the first episode argue in the strip club parking lot, and the mom is basically saying, you're evil, the devil has you, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And Mercedes gives her a bag of money, and the mom suddenly shuts up and leaves. Yeah. And it's just like, wow, so many women are criticized for sex work but when people benefit from it they have nothing to say they have no problem with it yeah yeah and they do make good money and most of them make a very honest living you know they they go to the club they make their money and they leave yeah and a lot of them save up like mercedes is doing to buy property start a business you know so that's why i'm always i'll always say i'm very pro ho pro sex work because i feel like a lot of those women they just do what they gotta do and this show is really showcasing that yeah i agree and it's showing the bad side and the good side yeah and you're getting to see like some of the other girls that work in the club like one of the girls just had a baby and she's in an abusive relationship mm-hmm. and you're seeing how she deals with that and like the the home and the family that they've created for themselves within the club. Mm-hmm. Um, so those types of like dynamics are also really interesting to see play out as oh, well. Yeah. I really I like it so far. The one thing I can say that I think is just so disrespectful are oh, the no. captions. Oh my <laughs> gosh, you guys, if you're going to watch the show, turn on the captions on for at least captions. one episode. Yeah, and just see what a the mockery. Horrible. I'm just like, okay, first of all, yes, they have an accent, and yes, on on some level they're speaking like like ebonics i guess like broken english slang yeah. but it's not that broken it's not hard to understand the accents are not even that strong to where the, the captions need to be like half another language like it, it's just so disrespectful i was like it's what's horrible. going on with the captions like i literally thought it was another language at one point i was like <laughs> did we put the captions in another language on accident like what yes, is it's going on so bad the way they've broken down the captions just do not i'm just like this is just so if so disrespectful. so disrespectful so, disrespectful. <laughs> so rude <laughs> yeah um but we need to talk about the hot guy the security guard. Oh, the hot guy is so hot. What is his name? His name is... He's also on, like, a Tyler Perry show. Um, Hold on. And he also raps. Like, I used to follow him on he Instagram. Raps, okay. Uh, he Thirsty Thursday up in here. Oh, my God. What's his name? What's his name? He should be one of the main guys there. He should be, but he's not. Oh, no. Hold on. His name is Tyler Lapel. Lapel. How do you say oh, that? Lapel. 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 She said Lapel, and his name like, is clearly Lapel. Lapel. Tyler Lepley. Okay. okay. Tyler, come through. Yeah. Yes. He's very hot. Mm-hmm. And we love a good show with eye candy. Yes. 
stop putting ugly people on TV, please. Hollywood, if you're listening, come on. Like, give us a break. <laughs> yeah. One thing I will say about Ryan Murphy shows is that all of his characters are good looking. I love and, that. And a lot of people would say, but that's not relatable, blah, blah, blah. But no, like, I want to see good looking people on TV. I don't want to see people that look like regular, regular, like me, like people, you know? Like, I want everything that I'm watching to be a fantasy. Like, I want right? it to transport me somewhere else. And if everybody's good looking, like, that's what I want to see. Like, that's what I like. Unpopular opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I'm not into, like, the normal looking stars like me either i'm not into it like uh, we see relatable people every day i don't care right. if my celebrities are relatable right right i just i, <laughs> I don't get it was the only one i don't get it yeah. i don't like it you know it's so funny i had the same thought watching doc um um the documentary by uh david foster's mm-hmm. he he was talking about like you know i look i look for voices and and people to work with that are just exceptional and i just feel like today nothing like it's so nothing's exceptional nothing is exceptional there's like the the bar is just so low it's like on the ground it's like everybody can do this it's like everybody's famous now and it's just like oh like there's no there's nothing that's like truly like seriously captivating anymore like the music that's being made is just like lackluster so many i mean there's so many great shows and like great movies that are being made but i just feel like sometimes like the young stars that are coming up it's like who's like truly like who's the next celine dion not dua lipa you know like who is that person that's like just so like magnetic and captivating that in 30, 40, 50 years from now, they're still going to be, like, on the cover of Vogue and we're still going to be, like, on the internet, like, being like, yes, queen, the way that we are about Celine now. Well, maybe if you revive your singing career. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, Adriana had a very short-lived singing career. <laughs> I just want to go on record to say that Cece is co-signing me reviving oh my singing Oh, my God, I'm career. not. It was a jokey joke. Like, please. You guys heard it. She co-signed. It was a jokey joke. So just to let you in on the joke, when we bought the equipment for (laughs) this show, I was like setting it up the night I got it and I was like in the kitchen. And so I had my mic on like a mic stand and I was like standing there and I was like with my laptop and I was like, like and I was like, damn, like I need to lay down a track. And then I like turned to my mom. I was like, you know what? I think revive my singing career and, <laughs> and then Aline goes what singing career <laughs> she was like what 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 singing career <laughs> <And> I was like <laughs> it was just like a moment I was totally joking but like now it's just it just garners such a reaction that yeah. I just I love to say it <laughs> and we're all just like Adriana no <laughs> Like, we don't want to go see you at a coffee shop singing. I'm totally going to oh do this. Gosh, like, I'm no. going to have I'm gonna have shows. I'm going to have sets. Like, oh I'm going to be in the booth <laughs> laying down the track. No. Find, find me on SoundCloud, guys. Anyways, next show. You guys, okay. this week, we also watched this show on Netflix. You're crying. I am Todd. right. Oh my god, that is so funny. I we love watched, it. We watched the show on Netflix called Indian Matchmaking, and you all need to watch it because it was so good and so cute. So cute. So fun. So fresh. Yes. Basically, this matchmaker based out of Mumbai named Seema is the center of the show, mm-hmm. and she has all of these clients who want to be arranged to get married. Mm-hmm. And arranged marriages are normal in Indian culture, you know, sort of love marriages, but it's just more common. So she yeah. matches people based on what the family wants, because very traditional, super important to them. Mm-hmm. She matches people based on Indian astrology, which I thought was really fun as well. Mm-hmm. And then just who she would think would be compatible based on their personalities. And I thought it was so fun. They yeah. follow a bunch of her clients. One of them is super picky and difficult. Yes. She was like a lawyer, 
34, which is old to get married in Indian culture. Yeah. They were like, honey, you needed to do this at 22. What are yeah. you doing? They're like, you need to lower your standards. Yeah. And then a couple other people. One guy that I really liked was a jeweler. And also... Honey. Yeah. <laughs> They, she matches people all over the world. So she has clients in India and also Indian American clients in the U.S. Mm -hmm. The guy in India that was a jeweler, that family money was real long. Like, it it goes from here to India. It's so long. Like, their house. Chef kiss. Oh my God. The mother has been collecting saris and like all these different outfits with the matching jewelry and when i say jewelry i mean like diamond and ruby encrusted bracelets and bangles and rings and headpieces and like oh my god just like so much stuff that they have to give to their you know future daughter-in-law and the sick i it was just (laughs) it was sick yeah i must say uh okay the last episode one of the couples actually decided to get engaged Mm -hmm. after just a couple times of meeting which is like okay normal for the culture whatever but your engagement party yes there was a little ceremony where the mom was giving the future daughter-in-law all of the presents and the jewels and i gotta say on that table there had to have been half a million dollars of easy easy like easy more easy like it was it was sick i mean I, like, I watched that episode, like, why not me? <laughs> like, <laughs> why not me? And then also one thing her mom pointed out, shout out Elaine, we're talking about her so much So much. <laughs> do you guys want Elaine to be a guest? I feel like she needs to be. Yeah, so let us know. Do, do you, should we bring on mommy? Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> she was like, these people have so much money and you hear about all of the other people in India living in little huts, living in small houses made of clay. And it makes me so sad. Yes. And I would agree. I I agree in that aspect. Mm-hmm. Um but I mean that's unfortunately like that's that's the world of billionaires. Like they exploit people on on the bottom to get where they are. And I mean we don't know what they do, but you know, it is the gross inequality, economic equality when you see people like that and you know most of the population in that country is living below the poverty line it's just it is unsettling yeah yeah the other thing that i got from the show was a lot of these people don't want to get married and their families are hiring this matchmaker and kind of forcing it on them yeah they always say oh they have a choice of course they can refuse but pretty much they have to get married yes and i was just getting vibes that were like a little bit up Aggressive, a little bit weird. Maybe they don't want to get married because they're questioning their sexuality. I don't know. I'm speculating, but some of those people gave me like sexuality questioning vibes. <laughs> you know? Yeah, for sure. Like, there, I'm sure there is a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. And they're, that's just like a very traditional society. Heteronormative. That, yes. And there isn't a lot of space for people to explore and for them to live authentically in the way that they want to just because their families are such a huge part of their everyday lives Mm -hmm. like you know they all like live together and they're so close there's so many of them it's just you know it's it's restrictive it is restrictive that part of the show was a little bit sad but i did really enjoy it yeah it was cute or fun a little bit awkward which makes it very awkward but i feel like that makes it real we love that yeah (laughs) i love an awkward date you want to see that you're just like yes like give it to me like have nothing to say yeah some of the people i'm like i see why you're single you're fucking boring oh my gosh yeah the couple that got engaged, they couldn't even have they did, a conversation. I don't know how, they didn't have one conversation, one real conversation that made you feel like, oh, there's something there. Yeah, I think he just had money and she was cute. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes that type of dynamic works. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. I was like, sis, you won. <laughs> you won. <laughs> hey, I mean, I would have I said no if it, that he was proposing. I mean, just that I I love jewelry, so it's like that's the actual key to my heart. <laughs> yeah, it, it just depends on what you want. Do you want the life 
Or do you want, like, uh, someone that makes decent money and then you're... But to quote Elaine, money can't buy you happiness, but it can buy you the type of misery that you enjoy. I think that's somebody else's quote, but thanks, Elaine, for sharing it with us. (laughs) She said that my entire life. Like, that is... I don't know. She really said... That's her quote. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, of course, you can build with someone or whatever, but if you just want the life, you don't care about love that much, go for it, honey. Yeah, for sure. Get the rich guy. Why not? It was interesting. It... What I said as we were watching it was, like, it doesn't matter where you are in the world. Everybody is having trouble dating. Mm, You said that. Like... It doesn't matter what city, what state, what country you live in. Like, if you ask women and men, it's like, oh, the girls are lame. Oh, the guys have no personality. Oh, these these guys are, are shallow. They don't want to settle down. These girls don't appreciate men. And, you know, it's just like everybody has something to say. And everybody's having, like, a hard time dating, hard time finding people to, like, settle down and, like, live with. I feel like everyone's expectations are way too high in our generation. You think it's too high? I think all of our expectations are way too high. And partly because of the internet and how we were raised. I feel like people in mommy's generation, they settled for who was around them. Uh-huh. But now because you can literally meet someone from across the world and like it's your perfect guy and not your husband, you always just think like, oh, I don't have to settle for this normal guy in my hometown back then they did settle for the normal guy in their hometown because that was realistic i i feel like yes but i feel like a lot of people in like our grandmother's generation they settled for the people that were around because Mm -hmm. that generation wasn't very like global yeah as as they are but then like mommy's generation they settled down young because that was the expectation but then they they all got got divorced (laughs) and that i think taught us like we don't have to stay if we're unhappy so like the second our generation is unhappy we're like bye i'm out so i feel like in that sense we never make it past like the bumps and bruises to get to the place where we're happy yeah it's definitely the entire generation our grandparents settled and were unhappy our parents settled or unhappy and left, and they were like, I don't want to be stuck in my parents' marriage where they hate each other, but they yes. never break up. Uh-huh. And then we're just like, where do we fit? Yeah. <laughs> Should I even do this? I know. Like, I find myself thinking sometimes, like, do I even want to even spend the effort to find someone to get married to? It's just like, I'm 30, and it's like, yeah, that's young, but at the same time, I'm just like, ugh, like, I'm over it. I think you need a lover, but like a, a, a different lover than maybe the lovers you've had or the lovers you may still be, you know, interested in. I, I would agree with that. Like, I I feel like, yes. Yeah. Like, I want like a whisk me off to Paris for the weekend kind of lover. Yeah, I think that's the exact type of lover because I was thinking about. Like, yes. Like, the guy that um, we met at your birthday. You could have gotten with him if Homeboy wasn't there, but whatever. Okay. We're okay. getting <laughs> personal. Okay, so he wasn't even talking to me. Because you were with somebody. Okay, anyways, we're not going to get into that. But I'm just saying. Like, I... But... Definitely for somebody that's single and like at that age of the people that are were on the show, like 30, it, it does feel like what's the point? I think we all need to calm down and the parents all need to calm down and just let them live, get a lover, maybe not. Because <laughs> these people are all successful in their careers. They like have so many hobbies and they're cool people. But another thing is a lot of people don't want to have children with people that are not their husbands like I don't want to have kids for anybody that's not my husband like I would rather never have kids than to have just kids with like a random you know or like just somebody I'm like casually dating but like don't want to spend my life with yes but if you have enough money for a matchmaker you have enough money to freeze (laughs) your eggs for sure but like who wants to be like 45 and unfreezing their eggs or going through IVF like this is easy for her to say because she's 21. Like, at 30, it, it does feel like the clock is a ticket. 
Well, then what's you finna do? I don't know. I'm just, I don't, I actually don't feel like I have the pressure on me to have kids. Like, I feel like if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I just want, I want, like, the whole picture. I don't Mm -hmm. want just, like, one part of it. So I just feel like, okay, we'll see what happens. I think that life is about being I just feel like the next, like, big vacation I take, I'm going to find my husband. Like, every time I travel, I meet the love of my life. (laughs) You just, this is true. This is actually true. Like, anytime I travel, like, anytime. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I could marry you, but you don't live in Miami. Okay. You just gotta smash him. <laughs> so, the next time I travel, who knows when that will be with Corona, but you know, like, I'll probably meet my husband. And I'll, and I'll be like, sure, I'll move to London, Paris, Monaco niece but <laughs> you know, what if it's throwing out my my wish, oh, wish list your wish list um i mean i see it i see the vibes you see the vibes i see the vibes see yeah the vibes. i was gonna say an american city but like i see the vibes mm. you adapt yeah i've seen a bunch of youtube videos in quarantine of like why i moved out of new york why i moved out of la and oh yeah just i've been to like that's small, all i've been watching i've been yeah. watching like why i moved to paris like vlogs like crazy yeah one of um the youtubers i follow lived in la and just moved to arizona and she was like i love it here yeah and why why not just move to wherever you want to go and be peaceful and happy yeah and i was just like sis i see the vibe Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you know, I love that for you. Yeah. I'm here for it. Okay. Yeah, indeed matchmaking. Watch it. We, like, went off. Yes. whatever. <laughs> Hope you guys liked it. Okay, the last show that we have to talk about today is the follow-up to Dirty John, the Betty Broderick story. Mm-hmm. The last four episodes aired. And, wow, what a conclusion. What a conclusion. It was a tragedy. Obviously, it's a true story. So we knew that eventually Betty was going to lose her mind and kill her husband and his new wife. The whore. And, (laughs) and, you know, she did that. And it was just, it was really sad to see her spiral to a place that she couldn't control. Mm -hmm. Like, that was like true mania that had taken over her mind her body her entire life and she no longer had you know custody of your custody of her children in the end and she could only visit them on you know alternating weekends and holidays Mm -hmm. it's like she couldn't even spend their birthdays with them and she was so caught up in her ex-husband's new life without her that she couldn't even adapt to the new life that she Mm -hmm. had to live and that's what i thought was so sad yeah it was really sad and in betty's mind it felt like she had nothing else she had nothing else to live for the reason why i called linda the whore is because throughout the entire show that's what she calls her she doesn't refer to her by name no and towards the last couple episodes you realize that she's no longer the whore like they're married he has a whole new life without you and you know in her head the only thing left was to roll over and die she didn't have her kids she didn't have the lifestyle she used to live and but it's part not, of that was her fault but not even that oh i'm just gonna roll over and die i cannot let you continue living I can't let you be happy. Yeah, that too. It was, I am so unhappy. And you have made me so unhappy that I have to take away any source of happiness Mm -hmm. that could, that you could have. And she killed them. Unpopular opinion. I think everyone got what they deserved in (laughs) that situation. Betty deserves to be in jail. Yes. And I don't want to say people deserve to be dead, but their actions led her to do that. Yeah. Which is so sad, you know. Unfortunately, yeah. I said the same thing. Like, he got what was coming to him. Mm -hmm. And so did she, unfortunately. Which is awful. But, you know... He really pushed her to the end. He mm-hmm. made it so that she was really walking away with very little. Even though, like, her alimony payments were very nice. Like but she for three years. Yeah, but, like, 
Who gets alimony for three years? What does she have to do for three years? She has to all of a sudden find a new husband to take care of her? No, but I mean, she could have, she was, she wasn't old. She was in her forties. Like she was working at like a little preschool, a little teacher assistant. Exactly. Like she could have gone on and built a life for herself that was independent, that was her own, that could have included her children. And she didn't have to take it to the place that she was getting visited by her children in jail. You know, she's still in jail to this day. And it's just That's like, gets me. and you know, she's had three different um, parole hearings and they won't let her out because they said that she doesn't seem remorseful. And I'm sure that in some ways she's not. Like, she's like, if I did what she did and I went through what she went, I don't, I don't think I'd regret it either. Yeah, like I could see her totally being like, he deserved that. That was a, he had it coming. Right. He had it coming. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And so I just, yeah, it's just, it's just really sad. It was really sad, but I think it was a good conclusion. And it I was. liked the story. I liked the story yeah. too. Like it, you know what it, it, it's, it's funny. Like right now this week, there's been so many conversations of, mental illness and mania mm, with yeah. like Kanye and stuff and in that case she was a normal healthy minded person and she was drove she was driven into insanity and she was stuck in a loop of mania so it, it begs the question like was that laying dormant her whole life or was is that situational and can you come out of that did she just need therapy or was she too far gone oh you can drive someone crazy though i think he definitely drove her crazy and gaslighting was a term coined from a movie in i think the 1950s where the woman literally was driven crazy by her husband. If you guys aren't aware, this old movie, you guys should look it up. Just look up where gaslighting stems from. And basically, he married this woman that had a fortune and tried to swindle her out of her money by making her go crazy and mm. try to kill herself. And he dimmed the lights so they would flicker. And every time she would be like, oh, why are the lights flickering? He'd be like, they're not flickering. What are you talking about? And when you lead someone to believe they're crazy, when you gaslight them so much, yeah. they eventually become it. Just like PTSD with yeah. war. Just like, you know, um, in the last show that we watched, Waco, that um, psychological warfare that they yeah. did, it makes you crazy. So I definitely think that's what was going on with her. For years, he gaslighted her about the affair. And then... After that, she didn't even realize that she was getting divorced for real. He never said the words divorce or yeah. separation. He said, I need time. I need this. I need that. You know, these hearings. I just want it settled. I just want us to both be happy. She didn't know what that meant for him. That meant he wanted to move on with his new girl. Yeah. Hmm. And all of a sudden, the reality set in and she was like, my reality that I thought was real is was not real, real. Doesn't exist. Yeah. So, of course, the woman went mad. That happens. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> so sad. But I think you guys should all still watch it. Yeah. And it's on, on demand, so you can totally catch up on the whole season if you haven't watched it yet. Yeah. And I really appreciated how they showed a female heroine that wasn't the normal female heroine we've been seeing lately. No. Yeah. I feel like everyone's pushing the strong independent woman thing but not every woman is like that yeah and it you know it's a good example for women like that to boss up a little bit you know yeah and in in the way that they shot the show you really do sympathize with her you mm -hmm. see like this wasn't her fault it, yeah. she was driven to this place and you empathize with her i really enjoyed it yeah so did i very sad but you know for sure all righty then so i think it's time to get into a little bit of the tea time for tea you guys <laughs> okay first story to kick it off Nicki minaj is pregnant Woo, congratulations i'm so Nikki. excited for her so excited you know everybody is still her son she confirmed it <laughs> via twitter she did <laughs> Even though she might have a real son now, all yes. these people are still her son. I'm just so excited for her. Like, I want to see, like, a 
a softer Nikki. And like the photos were just so cute. Like I like that she did them in the style of like her old, like crazy Barbie Harajuku colorful style. Yeah, I like the photo shoot. I'm here for the photo shoot. I me thought too. it was, oh my gosh, my mic. Mike was pointed <laughs> away from me. <laughs> I thought it was cute and I liked it. Um, so yeah, yeah. So happy for her. Very happy. Even though I really don't like her guy. Oh, he sucks. But you know, she's having a baby now. We're gonna ignore that for a little. Yeah, bit. we're gonna have to ignore him because he just bothers me. But I'm so happy for her. So happy, regardless. Yes. In other news, Demi Lovato's engaged. Congrats to Demi. Snap, snap, snap. The ring is gorgeous. Oh, I haven't seen the ring. Oh, you didn't see the pictures? No, I didn't see the photos. Oh my God, so nice. So big. I'm going to go look them up. Yes, yeah, so, so like so cute. I didn't know she was like dating somebody. You know me either. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a lot of these couples get engaged or they like um get pregnant. Like when Emma Roberts announced that she was pregnant, I was like, who is she with? Yeah, like I didn't know she was dating somebody. Apparently they got together in like quarantine or they've been keeping their relationship under wraps. And then it was like, I don't know, came out in quarantine. Oh, okay. That's cute. But I don't even know who he is. Like, Oh, is he a random? I think so. We didn't do our research for this story. Let me do some digging. Demi um, Lovato fiance. Yeah, but the ring is nice, and I'm happy for her. You know, anything that keeps her happy and healthy, I'm, I'm here for. Even though I'm not really, like, a huge Demi Lovato fan. I'm not that big of a Demi Lovato fan either, but she has a great voice, and I feel like she was a moment in Disney history. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Camp Rock. The kids love, love her. It. I, the kids. <laughs> me, gosh. The, the kids, kids are old now. <laughs> um, Max Eric is an American actor, singer, and dancer. He is best known for his role as Fenmore Baldwin in The Young and the Restless. He's not a random. Oh. Hunter made okay. Under the Dome and Freddie cool. Bridge in The Path. Hmm. He also has a recurring role in American Princess. Oh, according to people, they're already planning the wedding. I will go down a rabbit hole if I continue. <laughs> Anyways, congrats to Demi. Congrats to them. Yeah. What do we have next? Okay. Mariah Carey, my Mimi, is um, releasing her memoir, The oh. Meaning of Mariah Carey. It's set to come out September 29th. And I'm just so excited. Um, she says, it took me a lifetime to have the courage and clarity to write my memoir. I want to tell the story of the moments, the ups, the downs, the triumphs, the traumas, the debacles, and the dreams that contribute to the person that I am today. I'm so excited. Get cute. I'm here for it. So here for it. Mariah Carey is my favorite, 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 favorite artist of all time. And I am just, as a lamb, I am just here for it. I am ready to pre-order. I can't wait to have the audiobook that's going to be voiced by her like i am just here for it i'm so excited yeah i'm excited to see the tea that may come out of this memoir because i feel like celebrity memoirs always have a big thing it's like i feel oh like hers is going to be juicy like i think she's going to like spill the tea on tommy Matola. i think yeah. she's going to uncover like a lot of the stuff that she's had to deal with her like bipolar disorder she's bipolar yeah Oh my god, she I didn't came know she was she um came out with that a couple years ago. Maybe like mm-hmm. two or three years ago. She um wrote a post on her Instagrams. Um no, she had like a whole spread in people that was oh. like talking about her mental health issues like throughout the years wow. and how she suffered from postpartum and all of that. And so I think that's gonna be really interesting. And I wanna hear about her like the end of her and Nick and like how that happens. And I really want her to spill the tea on Eminem. Like, I just want to know, like, obviously we know they have history, but I just want to know like what actually happened. Like, why does, why does he hate her? Why is there beef? <laughs> like what's, what's the beef? <laughs> yeah. Um, you think she will? I'm super excited now. I hope she will. Like I want it to be juicy. I'm here for it. Me too. Yeah. Yes. I'm super excited. Okay. We love, love it. I hope she like tours to like kick it off. Like Ooh, I want a little the book. Tour. I want the book tour to be like also a music tour. Like, you know, I just, I just want the whole thing. You know, I can never have too much Mariah in my life. Love that for her. Yep. In other news, Kanye is <laughs> spiraling out of control. Kanye versus Kim versus Chris John Un. 
versus Chris John Un and versus white supremacy. I don't know where white okay, supremacy. Okay, I shouldn't be laughing because this isn't really funny, but I, I can, know. That name is iconic. I'm sorry. Chris John Un is just the best thing he's ever come up with. <laughs> well, he's a, I he's love a it. genius. I, I love it. Oh my gosh. The memes with that one are never ending. Oh but my god. I wanna read you I wanna read you some of the tweets. Okay, so this spiral seems to have started at his campaign rally. rally. He was ranting to the crowd saying very um inflammatory. Inflammatory things. One of them being that Harriet Tubman didn't didn't, <laughs> didn't free the slaves. slaves. She just took them to work for other, other white, white people. people. Um, that was very interesting, to say the least. And then he went on a Twitter rant. I'm going to read you a couple tweets. That's why I have my phone in front of me, oh YouTube. They tried to fly in with two doctors to 5150 me. I've been trying to get divorced since Kim met with Meek at the Waldorf for prison reform, with quotes. I got 200 more to go. This my lady tweet of the night. Chris Jong-un, little baby, my favorite rapper, but won't do a song with me. Sounds very manic. Um, yeah. And then he said, Meek is my man and was respectful. That's my dog. Kim was out of line. I'm worth $5 billion and more than that through Christ. But y'all ain't listened to MJ. Now y'all believe them. Um, MJ as in like Michael Jackson or like Michael Jordan? I don't know. And then he named Larsa and Drake. We don't yeah, like know why. he just said Larsa and then like put an emoji and then it was like Drake and then the, the thinking emoji. It was just like very scattered. Yeah. And then he talked about positivity and the devil attacking him. And then Chris in is, one of the treats. What, what was the one about like Chris is supporting white supremacy or something like that? He put a screenshot of his messages to Kris Jenner, which she didn't respond to, with the caption, white supremacy at its highest no cap. Because she didn't respond to him. I mean, I just, okay. And then he said that um, North would never be in Playboy and that he's never going to let Kim exploit their kids the way that chris exploits hers okay yeah so this is this was kind of juicy like yeah even if okay we all know that kanye is bipolar we all know that he has suffered from like you know manic episodes severe depression Mm -hmm. that kind of thing and it seems like he's off of his meds Mm -hmm. um which he's admitted to like not taking before in previous interviews yeah um so clearly something is going on. So he's out of whack right now, and it's causing him to act in an extreme manner. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think some of what he said is, like, not just the ranting of, you know, someone that's having an episode. It might could probably be true. And um, it's just very interesting. Like, even if, like, he's inflaming things that might not actually be there, the fact that that's where his mind has taken him, like... I'll never allow my daughter to place pose for Playboy, and you've ex- you've been like my wife has been exploited by her family, and I'm not gonna let allow her to continue that kind of like cycle of abuse. Like I think that it's interesting to see like where his mind has gone in within this. I mean, he might have some points in that way. Yeah, he might have some points. But it's just weird because a couple years ago, he loved the fact that Kim was in Playboy and that she was this sex symbol. Yeah, but he's also like turned a little leaf and found God. And you know how people are when they get religious, they get like real high and mighty and they're very like anti anything sexy like you know he's even like last season on the show he was like you need to start dressing more conservative conservative and she was like what you mean dog like yeah you know so i think he is having that kind of like influence from like finding god uh whatever yeah with like that coming in that like conservative nature coming into play which a lot of people do when they find God. 
I just feel really bad for Kanye. People were clowning him, but he obviously. is obviously the internet going is going to joke. Yeah, um, Kim put out a statement, which on I her. think is very interesting because she never really talks. Of, when, never whenever talks he wilds out, she never says anything. Yeah, and she's said something. So let's read it. Yeah, I'm not gonna read the whole thing. It was a little long. Yeah, it is a little but long. But I'll read you a part. Regardless of how you feel about the Kardashians, blaming Kim and her family for Kanye's mental health issues is problematic and misinformed. Oh, wait. No, that's not it. That's not the statement. I'm sorry, guys. (laughs) Wrong app. (laughs) Kim's statement. As many of you know, Kanye has bipolar disorder. Anyone who has this or has a loved one in their life who does knows how incredibly complicated and painful it is to understand. I've never spoken publicly about how this has affected us at home because I am very protective of our children and Kanye's right to privacy when it comes to his health. But today, I feel like I should comment on it because of the stigma and misconceptions about mental health. And then she goes on to talk about... How society views bipolar disorder mm-hmm. and a little bit of their struggles um, in the yeah. family. Yeah, and basically she's asking for everybody to respect their privacy mm-hmm. and not like exploit this for clicks. Yeah, and not talk shit about her man. I'm glad or that her. she or her. I'm glad that she's kind of defending him in a sense. I do. I like that yeah. as well. Even though he's even though she he's clearly throwing her under the bus. Mm-hmm. I think it's nice that as her. As his wife, she is, like, standing by her man, essentially. Um, It does seem a little, like, uh, it's like, oh, now you want privacy? When you've pimped out every other part of your life? It's questionable. You know, but it's Kanye's privacy as well. Yeah, I understand that. Like, I don't think it's her place to really speak on his, like, mental health. But I think it, it it's just a little ironic. Are they beefing in the same house? No, I think he's in Ohio or wherever his ranch is. Um, Wisconsin? With, no. Colorado? It's like no. a W or O or... It's I think like it's a W Ohio. or an O state. I don't know, whatever. Ohio. Oklahoma? I Oklahoma? I don't know where the ranch is. Wherever the ranch it's is. It's like up north though, isn't it? That's north, isn't it? Ohio's like Midwest. <laughs> <laughs> Our moment of trying to figure out geography. Irregardless of where the ranch is, he's at the ranch and she's in LA. Okay. I think so. Um, I just, yeah. Um, I think it's really difficult to deal with people with mental illness and... I don't think there's like a right or wrong way for her to deal with or the family to deal with. I don't think anybody else in the family should be commenting on it. I think they need to all stay out of it. Um, Montana? Oh, Montana. That might be it. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Um, But yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, I just hope that he... And then like Dave Chappelle went to Ohio. Did you see that video? Or Montana, wherever he is. He, Dave Chappelle and a couple other friends, like, went out to visit him, and then he posted a video of them all, like, standing there, and (laughs) it was just, like, very awkward, and he was like, Dave's a real friend, and, you know, that's why he came here, and it was just, like, very weird, so, I don't know, I don't know. Little confusing. I am confusion with the situation. I just feel bad for the kids, because, like, at the end of the day they're like they're all young enough that they might be insulated from it to a certain extent but this is something they're gonna have to see and deal with for the rest of their lives that is their father and that's just you know i don't understand why parents still want a twitter beef and like social media beef your kids are gonna see that eventually yeah especially that's celebrities it's yeah like, what are you doing yeah yeah like i know people personally who trash their baby daddies and baby mamas on social media and it's just like your kids are gonna know about this you know that right yeah very weird yeah i'm i'm not here for that i think the twitter beef needs to go and they need to handle this as a family in person and you know i hope kanye gets well soon because it is very sad to see someone spiral out of control like this for sure. For sure. Yeah. 
he's just like so ridiculous i know and i feel like it was easier to clown about will and jada because they were a united front because kanye and kim are divided right now i can't really clown it it's like these people are going through a hard time oh for sure for sure yeah yeah for sure Okay. I think that's all the tea we have for today. That's the tea for today. Thank you guys so much for watching. Thank you for joining or, us. Or listening. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and subscribe. If you are on YouTube, go ahead and leave us a comment. We asked you a couple questions throughout, so I want some answers. Yeah. Um, And we will see you guys next Friday for another episode of the TV&T Podcast. Yes. Bye. Bye, you guys.